Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 71 and be with me in the book of Romans. We're going to start Romans chapter 16, and that is the last chapter in the book of Romans. I'm going to title today, Still Commending Phoebe, because that's what Paul does in the first part of chapter 16. Let me read. He says, Paul says, or he writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church at Syncre, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you. For she has been a patron of many and of myself as well. All right, so let's just talk about Phoebe. We're going to spend this whole time talking about Phoebe because she has such uh, such a, an incredible testimony, testament to the Lord. Let's talk about geography for a second. So Paul is in Corinth at the moment. He is going to head to Jerusalem a thousand miles to his east, but he wants the letter to go a thousand miles to his west uh, to Rome. And he commissions this person, Phoebe, and tells us a little bit about her. So she says in the letter, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, because the Romans have not met her yet. She shows up with this letter from from, uh, Paul, and then he describes a couple things that are critical about her. So Paul has chosen her to take this document to to the, the Romans. And what he says about her is that she is a diakonos, a servant of the church at Syncre. Of interest, Syncre is only... Uh, five or six miles from Corinth. Uh, Syncre is the port town uh, to uh, Corinth, which is inland about five miles. And uh, of interest, they have a different church there. So there must have been enough Christians in the area to have a church in uh, Corinth and another one here at Syncre. Syncre currently is uh, in ruins, but you can visit it uh, today. It's it's the port town, and that's how Phoebe got to Rome, Rome. All right, so he says that he commends her. Well, that means that she's been tested and approved. So it's like a, uh, this is not Phoebe's first day is what, what what we're saying. And later on, he describes her as being a patron, for she has been a patron of many and of myself. So what's a uh, patron? So I thought it had to do with money, that uh, that's how we kind of use the word today, that it's probably a wealthy person, which which it is. But that's not the first thing they say about being a patron. Um, being a patron is a protector. It's a, it's a very choice word. It's a word of the highest dignity, highest esteem. <clears throat> and it's particularly used for citizens who would take non-citizens, resident aliens, they would sponsor them, if you will, take foreigners and sponsor them and look out for their particular welfare. So some of that would involve uh, physical uh, needs and physical uh, provision, but a lot of it is using the, the power and the knowledge of systems. So this patronage is not just uh, financial, and in fact, it doesn't even seem like it's primarily financial. So it's a sponsoring people and protection of people, and what kind of people? People when they're in the most needful way. So recently, I had a friend die about a year ago, and uh, his name was John. And stories are still emerging and filtering the the, the, the top. And when I thought of patronage, I, th- I, th- I thought of him because. 
he demonstrated a pattern, that is, there's more than one person that have come forward in the last year and say, and have said, hey, I have a John story, a story about a, a time when I was in need and he helped me. So basically, it's a provision and protecting of someone that knows the ropes, maybe has some financial uh, wherewithal, but basically knows the systems. And it's a person that uses their power for good. That's what a patron is, is a person that has used their power for good. And that's why Paul commends this person. So uh, of interest, uh, he takes this document, the book of Romans, and puts it into her hands and said, I want you to take it a thousand miles away. So I was thinking about the Declaration of Independence, which perhaps is the United States' most valuable actual document. And they, uh, beneath the Declaration of Independence in the National uh, Archives building, they have a what is considered an atomic bomb-proof vault that they put this document into. And I was thinking about this, just the value of the Declaration of Independence, and I was thinking... Uh, which document has set more people free, the Declaration of Independence or the Book of Romans? So perhaps the Book of Romans, let's say the Book of Romans has set more more people free, and this this gal, this lady, Phoebe, is the National Archives of this super important document that goes to the Romans and then goes to the neighboring towns and then goes and goes to the world, and now it's gone to us. So. She, has, she was, did such a good job in trusting it that we even have this book here today. So it's just a fantastic uh, historical story. All right. So Paul charges the people around her now, welcome her in the Lord, welcome her in a way worthy of the saints, help her in whatever she may need from you. So why does this patron need help? Well, now she's going to be in a different country. She's a Greek who's traveled a thousand miles with the book of Romans in her pocket and uh, she doesn't know the the ways of uh, Italy and the ways of, of Rome. So now she's a foreigner. She's a person that needs a patron. So ironically, the, this person that is lauded for her patronage is going to need patronage when she goes to Rome. So it's kind of interesting. All right, so I think a bunch of uh, conclusions. Number one, use your power for good. Be the gal or the guy that uses their power to protect people. Well, what kind of people? Needful people, foreigner-type people. Um, and use your position, if you have a, a formal position, a diaconos position, as maybe being a, a deacon or a position in the church, that's possible, but it's really re the other things, using your knowledge of systems, using your position of power, and and also maybe the money, which though that's the probably the least of those things. But let your life be characterized by it, like hers, where she had a whole history of patronage of many people that can tell stories. Hey, I've got a Phoebe story. I've got a Phoebe story. And bear the burdens of the, of the people who probably can't bear them so well. So with Phoebe, Paul commended her 2,000 years ago to a people who never met her. I hope I'm doing the same here today, commending Phoebe to you to do two things. Number one is honor people like her. That's good. But here's the high charge is to be like her. Be a person who, who, patronize, who patronizes, is a patron, uses their power, uses their position, uses their finances, and uses their knowledge of systems to help the people that are in need. Let's all be like Phoebe. I commend to her to you today.